You are now listening to Podcasting in Pinstripes, the official New York Yankee podcast of Gotham Sports Network. Welcome back to another episode of Podcast and In Pinstripes, the official New York Yankees podcast on the Gotham Sports Network. Sam and Steve here to talk about the trade deadline that wasn't uh, as the Yankees are getting their asses handed to them by the Rays one more. We didn't even bother finishing, waiting for this game to end to chat it out, Sam. Start us off. Let us loose. What the hell's going on, buddy? I think the last time... I texted you to hop on early or to do an impromptu episode. It was 2021. That team ended up making a run and reaching the wild card game before losing to the Red Sox. I have no fucking hope for this team. This team sucks. Do not waste your time with anything. Go to the beach. Do not check your phone. Go to the beach. Let loose. Go to Martell's. Go to the Ocean City Boardwalk. Do whatever. Do not invest yourself in this dog shit team. They're going to have one run in these first two games against the Rays. I don't remember a time coming on. It was 2021, but that episode was earlier where I thought they were not going to make the playoffs. I have never been on here in August as confident as I am right now that we're going to have an October without Yankees baseball. I don't even – I forget the name of the reliever the Yankees traded for at the deadline. I know the other one they got from Texas, Spencer Howard, but apparently this guy from Chicago is a, is a rental reliever. Okay. I saw it, and I <laughs> put my phone down, and I continued cooking dinner. I don't – there's no words. This team sucks. I can't believe at the end of this episode they're going to be still three games over 500. It That part does not make sense to me. This looks like a 35-win team right now. Their last series win, not against the Oakland A's and Kansas City Royals, who got their 30th win of the season like last week, was June 24th and to 26th, or excuse me, the 23rd to the 25th against the Texas Rangers. That's over a month ago. Steve, this team is pathetic. I'm done letting them control any emotions i have right now what's good with you <laughs> no, it's the same sam it's the same disappointment sadness and look you talk about that 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 texas series you know we we were on that was right you know they got swept by boston early in mid-june and we were like oh things are things are bad then they beat two out of three versus seattle and then two out of three versus texas and we're like oh Wow, the schedule actually opens up for the Yankees. That was a huge six games for them to kind of end June here. They had Oakland. They have you know teams like you know Oakland, St. Louis, Chicago, the Royals. Like coming up, the schedule softens up. That was that was the opportunity. Aaron Judge it, it was out. The team has, has struggled, but hey, the schedule opens up to end the first half and start the second half. Just tread water here, and, and we're gonna figure it out. Tread water. They're fucking sinking quicker than that Titanic vacation submarine. It was it was an unbelievable implosion that they had since then. They've lost series to all those teams. They got swept by the Angels. Somehow they win three games versus Kansas City. Where if you look at that now, you're like, how, how did they actually pull that off? It, it, it's a it's a clusterfuck of unbelievable like 
Boone was specific. He's like, hey, the opportunity is in front of us. And I believed him. I was like, you know what? They are. These teams are not good. The Yankees are going to show up. They're going to be able to hold it off. We started getting some positive news uh, about Aaron Judge coming back. And he's back. And for the, you know, I feel bad for him because he's never going to see a pitch again because they keep batting Anthony Rizzo behind him and they're going to walk him every single time here. But the Yankees, and it's crazy. How, how are they only three and a half games out? I mean, they're, they're likely... You know, the, the Blue Jays are about to lose uh, again, so they're still going to be three and a half games out after after this loss to the Rays. Um, and that's where, I guess, the, the false hope from the organization um, uh, comes from. It's like, hey, we're, we're, we could be back in this in a, in a weekend. And, and that's, that's crazy talk when you watch this team play. You know, it, it, is, it is like there's, the Yankees lineup is basically a coach out there hitting ground balls to the shortstop and third baseman just like for infield practice. You don't have, some of these guys don't have to move. It's, it's incredible what, what's going on with, with, with this lineup. And then the deadline comes. Um, they, they make two reliever ones, whatever. You know, the, the offensive uh, ranks, you know, when you have the best bullpen, you got to make sure you make a move for a bullpen. That, that move just seems like it was a, it was a fucking shut up, people. Here's a, here, here's a move to say the Yankees made a move at the deadline. And then, and then, and then Brian Cashman comes on. During the third inning, I was like, hey, I'll give my press conference now because obviously nobody cares to watch this team. So he kind of knows. That was kind of a, a, a ballsy move just to be like, hey, I'll do my press conference here. And, and I don't know if you were able to, to, to listen to it, but he basically was saying, like, look, uh, yeah, we could have sold off, but we didn't really, didn't really care to do that. We'd rather push our chips in and, and stomp our feet and say we think we're right. That's another ballsy move. Just be like, cool, like you, you believe it, but he could believe it all he wants, and this, and you know, the the front office, and, and even the the coaches can believe it. But we're all watching the same team here, guys. This is a team that's 23rd in OPS, 29th in batting average, and just flat out terrible when when they're they're coming to bat. There, there's nothing inspiring about it. Anthony Rizzo is the worst hitter in Major League Baseball since Aaron Judge got hurt, and I'm not even making that up. He's literally the worst hitter in Major League Baseball. And he's still batting three or four. They're, they're not making any changes here. And then they think they could be in it. So I, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know, Sam. It, this, is, this is another tough stretch. I mean, they got, they're going to they're gonna lose this series to, to Tampa. You can't have any faith that they're going to win a single game versus Houston. So by, by the end of the weekend here, that three and a half games should be six or seven. And then, you know, the season's probably over at that point. But it's crazy that they're, the other teams aren't pulling away from them yet. But I feel like that's the next step. Um, and unfortunately, that step is going to happen one week after the trade deadline. Where if, I think if you flip some of these series around and we had these, these games going on last week and the Yankees were six or seven games back, then they sell. But it's going to be a week too late. And uh, I guess we just ride it out. I get, the Yankees are going to do it. They're going to be there showing up. We'll see if fans show up. We'll see if, you know, I'm still going to watch. I, I finally paid for MLB TV this year after stealing from Reddit for the past five years. And, and of course, I don't even want to turn them on now. You mentioned Anthony Rizzo and becoming the worst hitter in baseball since Aaron Judge got hurt. I go back to that play with Tatis when he got stepped on, and I'm wondering if something happened there. Because, Steve— Hopefully— uh, sadly, but hopefully something happened because if this is it and this is Rizzo now, we, we're paying him $20 million next year. You could have told me a billion things would have happened with this Yankee season. Carlos Radon struggling. Garrett Cole maybe hitting a tough part of the season. 
Aaron Judge getting injured for a while, unfortunately. DJ LeMayhew regression. Josh Donaldson continuing to suck and get really bad. All those things are happening, too. <laughs> and I would have I believed them. Anthony Rizzo becoming the worst hitter in baseball for the last two months. I would have looked at you like you were crazy, and rightfully so. This guy was one of the best players on the Yankees the last year and a half he was with the team. And he was one of the best hitters in baseball for the first two months of the season. He was batting 310. And now he's unplayable. I saw your tweet today that Jake Bowers should take over at first base for now and Rizzo should play play sparringly and platoon at, at DH with someone. This is getting really, really tough to watch with him. And like you said, I hope something happened on that Tatis play because if this is what Rizzo is now and he's one of my favorite players on the team, the Yankees are in for $20 million and, and we're, we're seeing a really good player go down, go off a cliff right before our eyes. It's – and look, it, I – all, all the quotes that are coming out now from other teams kind of saying like, yeah, the Yankees were kind of weird. They wanted to talk. They didn't want to talk. They didn't know what to do. It, it, it's the, I think it's the first time I, like, I understand everybody's been hating Cashman and, and, and all these things. And I've, I've supported him more than probably, you know, most people would. But this is the first time where I think he literally just didn't know what to do. You know, when the, you know, those other sell-offs, when they, they got rid of Chapman and Andrew Miller, like that kind of made sense and everyone was on board for that, that they weren't kind of, uh, that it wasn't going anywhere. Then you add in this third wild card here and it's kind of like he, he was, he for the first, not maybe not for the first time, but like he legit was just like, ah, fuck, I, gotta, I don't know what to do. Like, what should I do? And then the clock right now. Like, he, he should have sold. Like, watching this game right now, like, what's the harm of getting rid of Harrison Bader and, and, and IKF? People were looking at a few of them. I know that, you know, the Phillies kind of called about Bader. You know, IKF has been um, decent for, for his role and, and embraced that role of utility. Like, that's a good guy off the bench for a, for a playoff team. Um, you know, Wandy Peralta, why is he still on this team? What, what's the need for him here? So there's there's moves that could have been made, but but Cashman kind of got, got got caught, I think, in the middle. And then, and then the time ran out, and, and I don't think I've really seen that from him before. Either they, they kind of go all in, and you hear them talking about rumors and stuff. And then the other thing I want to point out is it, it seems like, as, as the Yankees went the other way and have dropped in the standings the past month, the, the, the players that the Yankees wanted on teams, uh, Cody Bellinger was specifically mentioned. I know Yankees had scouts in... In the Padres organization here, like those those teams showed up and became buyers instead of sellers, um, and and I wonder if the Yankees did all their research on those guys and were were you know you know we're like hey we'll go get Cody Bellinger and Josh Hader like and then they just stopped and then both those teams became buyers and and now now what do you do? So it was a it was the strangest deadline of all time I think if you're a Yankee fan. Um, and I guess you just got to sit and hope that Anthony Rizzo magically turns into Don Mattingly. You got to hope that, you know, DJ LeMayu gets his swing back. You got to hope that, I don't know, whoever's playing left field can catch a ball. We don't really have a catching situation at behind the plate now. It's, it's, I don't know how you can see this team as a playoff team, um, and fans can rightfully boo for the next two months if they want to show up and go to the games. And Cashman said that. He's like, hey, when you, when you, when you don't play well, you get booed. So, like, that, that's what it is, and that's what's going to happen. And the Yankees have to deal with it. And uh, we'll, we'll see we'll see what they do here. Um, Ron Darling mentioned it on the broadcast tonight. 
And I saw it online a little bit today that the Yankees wanted Juan Soto from the Padres. Couple things. Obviously, that's a big name who, who they might have been looking at. And secondly, where was the urgency for Juan Soto last, last year? Last year, if yeah. this is all true. I don't really know what, what to think of that. That was my first thought. Like, where was the urgency last year? For Juan Soto, if you really wanted him that bad. I mean, he'd have been a nice get for this year's team. You'd have him next year as well. But the price isn't much different. It really is not. So I'm not really sure why the Yankees felt like to me were nowhere near that nowhere near that last year. And, and but why would why would stuff be different come a year later? And especially, last year. Yeah. Especially when you all offseason said you need a left fielder, you need a left fielder. Like the fact that we're running out Jake Bowers and IKF still at left field is crazy. Like, okay, so let's say, like, whatever. We did nothing at the deadline. And we're just going to pray that everything comes around. Like, I give me – I will be a little bit happier if you come out tomorrow. I'll give you 24 hours. So after, after you post this today. So, I'll, I'll, you know, Wednesday, Wednesday night, Yankees get swept by the Rays. Yankees come out and be like, all right, we didn't make any moves at the deadline. But clearly things need to change. Uh, Anthony Rizzo is going on the, the the IL just to see if this neck thing is an issue. Let's get him some tests. We're going to put DJ at first. We're going to call up Peraza, play him at third. We're going to call up uh, Florial, who's who's out of options and probably off our 40-man. You know, he's not going to be with the organization next year anyway. Put him in left field. And, you know, we're going to alternate with Bowers and stay in at DH or something. Show me that, like, we're going to try to change it up. Like, show me that there's something else that you're like, all right, we didn't make a move at the deadline. We, we're, we're five games out of the playoff spot or four games out of a playoff spot right now. Something's got to change. And even if those changes suck, just help us out and make something t- change. Running out there with the same lineup every day and Anthony Rizzo batting third and, you know, and all this stuff is, is, is crazy. Like I said, Jake Bauer's actually been very good at hitting the ball. He can't catch to save his life. But put him at first base for ten days. Call up Peraza. Put him at put him at third base for the next two months. Like don't wait to September to do this. Don't do this in September where you're gonna you know shut down Judge, you're gonna shut down Rizzo, and you know shut down LeMahieu and prepare for, for for next year. Like do it now. Like what what why not do it now and just be like all right whatever. What if these kids get hot and then then you sneak in the playoffs? Look at that point. Like, it doesn't matter. Like if you make the playoffs or not, it doesn't matter anymore. But like. Make some changes and see what happens. Like, let's get some something on the books here that, that's not the same every time at 337 when they post the lineup. You want to bash your head into the keyboard. What's the harm in doing something like that? They did it in 2016, too, when they kind of bought and sold at the deadline when they traded Chapman and Andrew Miller. And then they called up a week later when they released A-Rod. They called up Aaron Judge and Tyler Austin. They've shown the willingness to do it before. Why not do it now? Well, they they and weren't that, planning on playoffs there. They, if if you're gonna say playoff, like that was like we given up on the year. They, they, they haven't done that this year. They still think they can make it. I think that's the biggest with, difference. Anyone with a set of eyeballs does not look at this team and think they are a playoff team. I don't know what Brian Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner are, are watching, and a lot of people on the internet seem to think that the Yankees are content with being like this yeah i mean sell tickets in the summer 
give people something to do. I mean, the stadium still has a great crowd tonight. Oh, boom. I'm going to interrupt you, Sam. Glaber Torres double in the bottom of the ninth to score a run. Uh, I bet Glaber Torres to get an RBI today. So at least something that good happened today. That's good. <laughs> there, thank you, Glaber. Give you, give me, give me your run. We uh, love, we, we love to see Steve's TikTok plays. <laughs> it's sadly the uh, it's 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 worse than the Yankees at this point. But the Yankees are trying to catch up to me. But uh, the Yankees are, are fighting here, pretending to fight here, versus uh, versus the Rays in the in the bottom of the ninth. But but thank you, Glaber. By the way, kind of transition that into Glaber. Like I love Glaber. Uh, I've been a fan of him for for forever. I, I don't want to see him moved. They clearly had a massive asking price for him. But like, what's what's the plan for Glaber? Like, it's, it's it's the second year in a row that you're you're talking to people at the deadline, but clearly you don't have any interest in moving. You're waiting to be blown away. But like that blow away offer is never coming. It's not going to come this off season when he's going to be uh you know only have one year left. It's uh you know it. At that obviously moving Glaber would have been a total we we are selling move here, but I think we can look back on it and uh, in a year or two and be like, man, Glaber just walked and signed with the Brewers for five years, a hundred million dollars, and the Yankees got nothing at, for that. That that's gonna be a bummer, I think, in in a year and a half when that happens because they're not signing him. So like, should they have pushed harder to move him now? I don't know. I mean, clearly they're not selling, but uh, I think that's going to be an opportunity to look back and be like, man, we, we, we could have used a, a couple prospects here to, to, to get it done for, for Glaber. But then you're really trading the only guy besides Aaron Judge who's, who's done anything for a full season so far. It's a tough situation because the organization still thinks they can make it, and they obviously didn't trade Glaber. And like you said, come a few months from now, he's only going to have one year of team control left, and the 2019 juice ball year is the real outlier when he had 38 home runs and he had the rough Mickey Mouse 2020 season and that kind of rolled over into 2021. But if you take out the month of August last year, he's been a really good player for the Yankees. And the numbers aren't eye-popping this year, but they're still good. Very good for a second baseman. And the, the defense is not a total liability out there after they moved him from shortstop. And when the Yankees traded for him seven years ago, I can't believe I'm saying that. He was the guy that was heralded as the next great Yankee. He hasn't really morphed into that, but he's going to get a nice payday come the winter of 2024. Yeah, for for sure. And, you know, another year like he's doing right now. I mean, I guess if the Yankees don't make huge changes, he'll probably be one of the top hitters available at the deadline next year but it's it's crazy and then look sam look the yankees can say that they are going to be try they think they can make the playoffs it's really as we said it's a really tough sell when you're getting your ass kicked by the rays who are the number one wild card team the number two wild card team are the astros who you can't beat in the playoffs to save your life and then they just traded back for justin verlander and then the blue jays who are getting spanked by the orioles right now so we're still going to be three and a half games out made several moves at the deadline to, to make their team better. Those are the three wildcard teams right now, and I don't see that changing based after this deadline. All three of those teams strengthen their position to hold that wildcard spot. And then, But that's not even, it's not even like the Yankees are chasing just those three teams here. Then you have the Red Sox and the Angels. Uh, the Angels went all in to make some moves to, to satisfy Otani. They're going to eventually get Mike Trout back. 
And then you have the Red Sox there. They, they, the Red Sox, I don't think, did anything at the deadline. They kind of did the same thing as the Yankees uh, of a weird holding pattern here. But if you're looking at wild card teams in, in the standings right now, the Yankees are, are fifth out of those five teams and did the least out of those five teams. So I don't know how you're going to think that they're magically going to get better. The return of Nestor Cortez and Jonathan Loisega are not going to propel you above teams like the Astros and Blue Jays. Can they play? Can either of them play left field? Is my question. A Mariano Rivera used to shag fly balls, so maybe he can come out of retirement and play left field. Um, so uh, I'm not sure. I mean, look, the Yankees were talking with the Cardinals about Dylan uh, Carlson, who has, who has a lot of flaws himself here, but like that could have been a smart win potential win now win in the future move but the, the Yankees weren't weren't biting at, at that cost it, it's 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 an interesting like I don't know like, it's frustrating like I wanted to be I wanted to be more mad I wanted to be like furious and but now it's just like yeah fuck it like what are you gonna do it's kind of like you know I don't know as a Yankee fan I don't know what it's like really because those years when they didn't make the playoffs when they were they were old and it was you could tell like that was just that was like this was the end of that error but like these are these are young. I know they have old, they have big contracts. Stanton, Rizzo, LeMay, you were all on the the wrong side of ages here. But but Aaron Judge is in his prime. Garrett Cole is in his prime. The bullpen is the is the top bullpen in baseball. You got guys like Glaber Torres who are you know young young studs. Harrison Bader is the best defensive center fielder in the game here. Uh, I don't. It, it, it's wild to think that we're watching games here and we're happy if they get a hit. They lose five two tonight. That doesn't tell anything close to what the score was. This score could have been 95 to 0 if you were watching this game. You knew immediately that that uh, Rodon didn't have it. He was at 35 pitches after one inning. There was no chance the Yankees win this game. And the I- question is surrounding playoffs right now. And what's coming to mind for me, will the Yankees have a winning season? The last losing season was 1992. I think... If things go downhill this weekend and you're six and seven out, I think that's what the conversation should shift to. You're right. I mean, that's that's there, there's really no response to that. Is is but at the same like, how can they be? That they're what four games over right now. So yeah, I, like they're they're most likely will, will be a 500 team by the weekend. At best, they'll be a 500 team come come the end of this weekend. And then I don't know how you stop that 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 rolling ball of moss to. Moss to uh, to get to get it better, it, it's crazy. Um, let's look around the rest. Who else could we complain about? Um, Luis, Luis Severino. <laughs> yeah, we're both going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm sorry, Steve. I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, that, that's off perfect. Ago. That was the most pathetic fucking start I've seen anyone <laughs> make in a Yankees uniform. I mean, holy shit! And this was this was supposed to be, you know, a, a nice day for me on Sunday. Went to. Our friend's pool. I was up in New Jersey for the weekend. Went to the friend's pool. Uh, my brother came over, made my mom and I a delicious Mexican dinner. Brought a case of tequila high noons. I'm sorry. Nobody cares about this. But anyway. <laughs> I can't. Doing, Go off. After doing all of that, I sit down to watch the Yankees. You know, they go down in order, top of the first, whatever, and then it's six nothing before the clock strikes seven thirty. The game started at seven oh five. That's like the third time he's done it this season. It was where crazy. The game is over after the first inning. I mean, I, just horrible. And a chance to take two or three. Yeah, it was. It was such an important. Like it's so like it's. I don't know, man. Clearly, he's he's. Look, they're they're looking for answers. They're looking for is he tipping pitches. 
Is he just because the the, the, the velocity's there? Um, but I mean, this was a it's crazy. It sucks how injuries can just derail a career. Like this was a back to back top five Cy Young kid that the Yankees were like, all right, we'll take a chance. We'll give him a little extension here. Give him some money here. And it just completely went off the rails. And look, I think there, it's, it's, I don't know if you saw Buster only uh, on Sunday night baseball kind of talk about it and who knows what, what bullshit he's spewing, but he's like, he talked to some players around the league and they were like, this is crazy. Like the, he has, he's too good at like, it was non Yankee players being like that, that performance was nuts. So like, I don't know what's next for his career. You, you, if you think you're going to make the playoffs, and again, we understand how stupid this thought process is, he cannot pitch. He pitches, he's scheduled to pitch Friday. There were some hints about it in Boone's pregame press conference here. Like maybe Nestor doesn't do that start Wednesday. Maybe, you know, Severino doesn't do that that start Friday. Do not let this guy start another game. If you, if you are the Yankees and you are serious about making the playoffs, which Brian Cashman just said they are two hours ago, Luis Severino cannot start a game for the Yankees right now. Randy Vasquez has been pretty good in his three starts in his major league career. Get him up here and get him starting. Or push off Nestor's uh, rehab start and be like, hey, Nestor, go five innings. Go, I mean, go like three innings uh, on Friday instead. Thinking that you're going to run out, run this guy out here every five days is banana land. It's crazy. It was absolutely insane. And like, I don't like, like, what do you, what do you do with him? He, do you look? He's a free agent. Do you just cut him? But the Yankees aren't going to do that. But like at this point, you can't have this guy. You can't have this. Heck, keep happening. Um, you know. I mean, it's not just two or three runs. Like, it's not just like a little first inning bug. I mean, th- these are six and seven runs that he's letting up. It's it's, it's horrible. It loses you the game. It loses you the game right uh, off the bat. Sam, it's funny. I was looking at my, my bet for the, that day, and I saw – I was like, oh, I think actually I want to bet Luis Severino over hits. Like maybe it will be like five hits, five and a half hits. The over-under was was six and a half. And I just thought to myself, I was like, you know what? If, if Severino's given up five hits like pretty early or whatever, like the Yankees would probably like pull the plug. If he's got like, you know, two walks, five hits, and it's like the fourth or fifth inning, they'll probably pull the plug. You know, six and a half is too many hits for me for that bet. He gave up seven hits to the first eight batters of the game. The, the bet would the bet would have hit in the first twenty three minutes uh, of, of baseball being played. It was it was unbelievable. So yeah, who knows what they do with that rotation? So like, look, the pitching, the, the bullpen. We said it's good. You know, the rotation. You know, Garrett Cole to to go on the other side to get positive thoughts for a minute. Like Garrett Cole's probably the favorite to win the Cy Young right now. In a season where the Yankees aren't going to make the playoffs, they're going to have a Cy Young winner. That's crazy. When's the last time they had a Cy Young winner? And if you thought it would have been like because the Yankees like don't make the playoffs, like it's got to be frustrating for Cole to go out there and throw seven innings of no hit ball and no, notice you have no, no, no chance to uh, to get the win. Uh, was I don't know if it was you that texted me to or another buddy was like, yeah, we call that uh, the 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 Degrom. You know that that's what it is. You pitch seven eight innings and you know you have zero chance you get a win. Um, that, that's sadly what Garrett Cole's become. It's very very sad. And you have mentioned it a lot on Twitter. You don't rebuild with Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole in their prime. It's impossible. You you don't you don't if if for some reason you're going to rebuild, then and this is fantasy land. Then you you take calls on those players. That's never going. They're impossible. You can't trade. You can't trade any of those guys. I mean, I guess you can when you have like you just saw Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander get traded at age six hundred. 
But it's crazy. And everyone's like, oh, Cole's going to opt out and leave. No, he's, he's going to opt out. But then the Yankees are going to block that opt out and because uh, they have a clause in there and just give him another $36 million to stay. So Garrett Cole is going to basically retire a Yankee. Aaron Judge is going to retire a Yankee. You, you've, you've got to – I say when they signed Judge that two to three titles was the minimum and could never have thought that they wouldn't make the playoffs given the, the third wild card scenario here. And now, you know, look, if you told me the Yankees were to sign Aaron Judge – and Garrett Cole was going to win the Cy Young, I was like, how? I would be like, how were they not World Series champions? Like, that's what my, I would be like, how would they not win the World Series? If they, if they kept Aaron Judge and then they had the Cy Young in there, I would have been like, oh, it's it's it's, it's time for a title. Um, and here we are. Think, yeah, as, as right now, here you are. They're not going to be a 500 team. <laughs> that's the big question for me. Are they going to... It, it already is the question for me. Are they going to finish with a winning record? Because... Like you highlighted earlier, there's many more teams in front of them. And then you have the Red Sox and Angels. And right now, it, it's only Aaron Judge is scaring in this lineup. Jake Bowers. Yeah, you shouldn't have should pitched to him. There's no reason to pitch to Aaron Judge. Yeah. Glaber Torres is solid, but there's there's like three well, guys. Well, going to keep batting. I don't know. You know, the weird, if Anthony Rizzo is in the lineup, you pitch around everybody around him until Rizzo burns you two games in a row when that hasn't happened you know they're, they're, it's it's oh man just looking at all these l's just on 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 here it's, it's crazy so they it's very frustrating it's the i mean coming out of the break we we talked the night of the home run derby two with the they lost two or three in colorado it swept in anaheim imagine if it was just a semi-competent team last weekend instead of the royals there's no way it's a sweep. Oh yeah, if you switch it around and like put like whatever, like we play the, we play the Marlins next weekend. Imagine you were at the, uh, the games you're going to. Imagine instead of that, you had the Marlins there instead of the Royals. We probably lose two out of three, and then we're looking at having four wins since the All Star break. <laughs> All right, I mean, so, say if you're a baseball fan at least, and you 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 don't live and die with with the pinstripes here. Tonight's matchup. Uh, you know, tonight, tomorrow, Garrett Cole versus Shane McClanahan is exciting if you're a baseball fan. Those are, you know, that, that as we talk Cy Young, that, that could be a, a Cy Young matchup here. Could there be, I, I think there's a chance, I think we should place a bet, there's a chance that McClanahan throws a per, no hitter. I was saying this weekend to a couple of buddies earlier today, the Astros last year had the combined no-hitter against the Yankees, the game that Christian Javier started, and then I forget who the day after was, but they took a no-hitter in, the, like, the seventh yeah, inning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was, the, uh, was it Valdez Fromber right after that? Yes. There will be an Astros pitcher that takes a no-hitter into the seventh inning this weekend. Might happen twice, if we're looking ahead a little bit, but... Well, we're going to see... Yeah, we're, we're going to see Fromber, and we're going to see... Javier. Javier, and we're going to see Verlander. So, yeah. The, Fuck the Mets. W- between those three starters, do the Yankees score three runs? First, just the starters. Combined. I'm going to say they score exactly three. Uh, let's say each pitcher probably goes 70. So that's th- three runs in, in 22, 23 innings versus those three starters. So that means we're going to need Schmidt, Severino, TBD, and Carlos Rodon to uh, to give up less. <laughs> and, and McClanahan... Could, could flirt with that tomorrow as well. Yeah. I mean, I'll even take it for the next five games. Do the opposing teams have an inning where they score more runs than the Yankees do in all five games combined? 
So let's say if you think the Yankees at the next five games score like four runs, will the Rays or, or Houston have an inning where they score at least four or five runs? And the answer is I would, I would take – I would take the opponents easy. I that, think I would too, especially the Astros get Severino. Yeah, they would. Yeah, think <laughs> about that. That that's going to be a scary. Yankees sight. opponents in one inning versus the next four games. Who wins? And it could be any inning. <laughs> I'm going to go with the opponent. You, yeah, I mean it, it's it, it's that's 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 where that's where we are. Oh, brutal, brutal, Sam. We we've never had an episode like this. This is our seventh season, Steve. It's never been in, in – I, I feel like um, uh, I've been diagnosed with an illness and I'm not dead yet, but I'm on my, <laughs> I'm on my way to hospice. I'm on my way to hospice. You're like um, conscious and you can hear people talking, but you can't like be like, no, no, it's my leg that hurts. And they're like I standing like, above you. They're like, oh, it's got to be his arms. <laughs> like uh, when my Nana was in a nursing home, she would – um, yell out to, to dead people like our dead relatives like like, like I'm like at that oh, stage insane. right now I'm at that stage right now and then I'm going um, probably after this weekend we're gonna start talking about some hospice plans uh, but it's you know you're, we're dying a slow painful death there's still two months left in the season which is the scary part and I uh, you're right in saying the Yankees could be very much well out of it um, come the end of this weekend. It's with 2021 was the last time we had an episode where we faced the possibility that this and they team turned it around. It. And kudos to them, that team turned it around. Yeah, I don't see a glimmer of unless you know. I know Judge and I know Stanton really flipped the switch that year, but Funny, but Stanton's basically become Adam Dunn, so. <sighs> Worse than Adam Dunn. He doesn't even have the power that Adam Dunn has right now. Although, credit, he has seven homers in his last 17 games. Anthony Rizzo, one of the worst hitters in baseball. That was not the case when Brian Cashman acquired Rizzo in 2021. He became one of the best players on the team. Yeah. Vol- Volpe's been a disappointment as a rookie. I mean, it's disappointment all around. There, there's, And you could even put Judge in there because, you know, the, the, the biggest caveat for Aaron Judge signing this contract was remain healthy. And no fault of his own. Thank you, Dodgers and Dodger Stadium. But besides Cole, no, nobody gets a uh, – you know, I'll give some guys in the bullpen. But, like, whatever, they're bullpen guys. No no one cares about them. No no one's getting a, a thumbs up on this season yet. You're right about that. I, I just it, – it's depressing. This is the first episode in seven years that we've had to this magnitude. And I don't, I don't know. It, it's tough. It's grim. I mean, last place – is a real They've been in last place for weeks now. Like it was last like the funny, place. the funny joke of like, oh, the Yankees are in last place. It was like, well, they're not moving from last place. And and the, 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 again, to to drive the point home, like no one's pulling away. Like that third spot is is legit up for grabs, and it, and it gives the Yankees organization this false hope that 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 something here could could change. I mean, let's be honest, the, the Rays are destroying us. The Rays have been horrible in the my exact half. thought watching these first two games. They've been horrible. And we're just giving them wins like it's nothing. Um, you know, this was a team that was on pace for you know like 120 wins here. They're, they're still 22 games above 500, and you know, you know, 10 games up on the Yankees. But no one, no one's pulling away here from you know the. the you look at it. Look, the Blue Jays last 10 games five and five. Yankees five and five. Red Sox five and five. 
Astros six and four, like Angels six and four. So no, no, everybody's the same. Everybody's just a bunch of mediocre. Um, so it, it is. It is. It's awkward. Um, but hey, it's gonna make the Yankees probably won't be involved. But let's fight for this last wild card in um, in in the AL and in I mean. And I know the whole wild card is pretty crazy here too. So, Sam, maybe we just turn this into more of a uh, an MLB podcast here. We talk Yankees for five minutes, and then then you go around it because there is there are some fun some fun wild card implications here. That's kind of made the deadline a little bit fun. Um, you know, right now the Mariners just won another game, so the Yankees are behind them. So the AL wild card standings are as follows: Rays, Astros, Blue Jays. Red Sox, Mariners, Angels, Yankees. The Yankees have more teams above them in the wild card for the first wild card spot than they do below them for the last place in the AL. <laughs> what a stat. Um, the the Mariners, like you said, they kept Teoscar Hernandez, um, who was a name that was being thrown around. Um, the Blue Jays were rumored to be interested there in a return there's a lot of interesting storylines. I just, I'd love nothing more for the Yankees to get back into the swing of things. But aside from series wins against last place teams, there hasn't been a series win since the weekend of June 23rd. Sucks. Sucks. But that's just the reality of things right now. In terms of things to look forward to, I mean, we got to create like a bingo card of all the dumb things Boone will say. Like pregame is like, ah, oh, you know, it's right in front of us. We gotta, you know, play better to the back of the baseball card. Become become better player. Like, I mean, I I look, I I I don't envy that that job, but like, it's it's weird to go up there and just kind of spew nonsense. Where I think maybe inside that locker room that they they believe it because they're pro athletes and and we're Twitter losers. But hearing these press conferences all the time, where you know it's just like, shut shut up, shut up, stop telling me you're gonna turn it around. But like, I, what else do you say? Like you. No one in the history of sports, even for a guy like, you know, whoever's managing the athletics right now is going to be there at a pregame press conference and be like, ah, who cares? We lost anyway. Like, he's going to go up there and be like, yeah, I think we have a chance to win. So, you know, as a manager, you have to think you have a chance to win. And that's why, you know, you, you guys are professional athletes and all this stuff. But it's uh, it's tough. It's tough to uh, it's tough to listen to. Put in a tough position. I mean, it's, you know, Brian Cashman constructed this roster. And I get the criticism on Cashman, but for the people who are saying, oh, he shouldn't have signed Carlos Rodon, Carlos Rodon's struggling, what would you have done? I mean, everyone was applauding the move at the time. Everyone. You can't. Hindsight is 2020. Um, DJ LeMayhew, imagine if they let him walk. I mean, he's had a steep regression since re signing with the Yankees. Stanton, again, same deal. Players are not playing up to their standard, and we can point a lot of fingers, but I think a lot of it is on the players. And- it has to be on players. I think you're you're kind of hitting that. I think that's a good kind of place that we we could end it end it here for this episode. And I've always been on that. That it's it's on the players. These are professional players that have played significantly better in their careers, and they they've fallen off a cliff. And that's what all sports kind of does is you got to try and manage how much you can stay on that cliff before you fall off. Sadly for the Yankees, that so I apparently signing up for the Yankees in 2023, that the cliff has just been cut in half and everybody's been 
fallen off. So I think it's on the players. I think you're 100% right. Like, if, if you're going to – and then it's on Boone to make the changes. It's on Boone – it's on the players to play better and accept responsibility for it all. And Boone to be like, hey, Rizzo, I know you're a leader in, in the locker room according to everything we read and a great dude, but you're playing twice a week max. And if you don't make those changes and if maybe that wakes Rizzo up a little bit or whatever it is, but putting him out there third and fourth in the lineup every day – is enough. It's on the players to change here. It's on. It's it has to come down to to play better, and that's a shitty excuse, but it is what it is. Looking forward, I mean, I don't see much light, especially like you said, the Yankees had their chance to pounce and make a run on the schedule. You know, Cubs, Rockies, whatever. I mean, they're gonna have to. Bite off a sweep by the Rays. It's four against the Astros, and that is a long, long road trip after that. The Yankees have a nine-game road trip at Chicago, at Miami, who's in playoff position, and then at the Braves, who many see as World Series favorites. Um, The time's now, and by the end of this weekend, like you said, they they could be six, seven games out. I they had their opportunity to take advantage of a week schedule, and this is what this is what happens. Um, this is the worst Yankees team I have seen since 2014, and probably the most dull and depressing since then. I would guess uh, the 2015 team made the wild card game. I. Obviously wasn't feeling good about them going into that. And then the 2016 team at least made things fun at the end of the season after they sold off. But I was a junior in high school, about to be a senior in 2014 when they they had that team after they lost Cano and they signed Carlos Beltran and Jacoby Ellsbury and Brian McCann. And that team was just mad. Beltran had a terrible season. Uh, McCann had, had career-low offensive numbers. Ellsbury, we all know what happened to him. This team has reminded me a, a lot uh, of that team, minus you know a big alpha like Aaron Judge. So yeah. it, it's been it's been a long time since we've had a team like this, Steve. Yep. And look, they, everyone just gave their their the company line here. Aaron Boone, it's on us. It's on the people in that room. We got to figure it out. Got to get got to find a way to get where we want to go. Carlos Rodon. We're definitely not playing good baseball. We got to go out and scratch our way out of it. We have to claw our way out, climb to the hole. It's right in front of us. Win or lose every day. We have a chance to win or lose. Aaron Judge, it's on the players. We're fully capable with the guys you've got in the room to go out there and compete on a daily basis. Okay, cool. Thank you for giving us those three lines. Uh, I don't want to hear that shit anymore. Go, go, go win. That, that, that's it's lip all. service. It's lip service. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that, that's, I think that's how we end it, Sam. Go, go do it. Go prove us wrong. Go shut us up. Because I need you guys to shut up and play baseball. Because you're not doing that. We'll see you next week. <laughs> you couldn't have said it any better than that, Steve. All right. I still like talking to you, though, Sam, even though it's a bit depressing. <laughs> Brightens my day. Seeing, yeah. you, seeing you, catching up on life uh, for a couple minutes before the episode. Always will look forward to that, even if we have the most depressing episode in – God, there's got to be around 150 It's got to be right close now. to it. Well, yeah, yeah, if you I'm, listen to this all – we, we, Sam and I thank you for listening to us vent on a on a Tuesday night for for Yankees baseball, uh, and you know we'll we'll see what happens the next week or so. We'll see if we get the energy to come back out here and, and keep doing this all, all season long here. Hopefully the Yankees turn it around, 
Aaron Judge, the captain, it's on us. The players are fully capable of doing it in this room. All right, prove me wrong, Aaron Judge. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> see you guys next week. I'll end it like I always do. Let's go, Yanks. Oh, <laughs> my